This is a message to all my supporters of this podcast. I'm introducing a new supporters program. You can contribute a small amount as a one-off payment to show your love for this podcast. Thank you in advance for all your contributions. So um, this is my third podcast. It is going to be on leader, leaders, leadership. I've been doing some research on trying to understand what a good leader is. And um, I've come up with a few suggestions that I'm going to talk about uh, today. So first of all, I've covered this on my YouTube and Twitter feed. You need to think of what type of leader that you want to be. Now, there are about 20 odd different types of leaders. Some are more uh, realistic, some are more possible, some are more better for business than others do. A dictatorial uh, leader can work in some examples, like the army, uh, but don't necessarily work in a, I don't know, an advertising agency. I'm not going to cover the different types of leaders. That may be something we can pick up um, at a later stage. But um, I've broken down what I think a leader should be. And I want to talk to you about that. So first thing is a leader should act as a role model. Now, this means that when he or she uh, is in the office, in uh, is at meetings, is at um, whether they are team meetings or whether they are more negotiations with contracts or with winning work and selling, <clears throat> that leader should be the role model for your business. That is the person that you look up to and you believe is doing the best job that they can for your business. Um, I think that's fairly self-explanatory. Second point is they clearly communicate. So firstly, they need to be able to communicate well. Secondly, they need to be able to communicate their expectations and what they require from you as the employee. So let's just take the communication piece. They must be effective communicators. Now, this can come in different styles and different ways, but it's important to understand that they've got to be able to convey their message to their employees. So let's keep it as as a... as a leader with their employees at the moment. So at a team meeting, they need to be able to communicate their strategy, what they want to achieve in the next six months, their vision, their objectives, what they want you to do. So that is incredibly important. And some of the the best leaders, or some of the worst leaders, I should say, actually, this is where they fall down on, on their communication skills. I'm not going to mention anyone in particular, but I have had leaders that are very good, very sound of mind and very logical and very sensible and make good decisions, but they're not always the best at being able to communicate with their employees. And that immediately brings a barrier. <clears throat> that means that their people are not really responding very well to, to that leader. So, um, 
<clears throat> that's that's really tough. But then the second the, the sort of second point of of that point is to communicate their expectations. So they need to be able to share with you as the employee what they expect from you. <clears throat> now this filters down from the strategy down to actual tasks that they want you to do on that day. <clears throat> so it can it can it can vary, but again, it's, it's incredibly important for them to be able to explain to a, in my business, a developer <clears throat> about a project or also a business analyst or a project manager that they need to deliver in the, in those parts. So I think that's, <clears throat> it's a really key point. And a lot of people should place more emphasis on their communication skills because um, it's some, sometimes they're not good enough and they really need to be. Um, next point is they need to be able to participate <coughs> in the playtime. If I say playtime, you know, in uh, whether it's in socials, whether they go out to the socials and, and participate we had one a couple of days ago where we went bowling and various other activities and it, and my boss was there and interacted and really responded well. Um, it, it's those sorts of things, but also it's been able to have a joke in the office to be able to participate in situations where they are interacting with one or a number probably a number of employees and that person needs to be able to give time to their employees where they have a laugh and they have a joke and and this is probably a little bit underrated but i think it's very important so definitely being able to balance if i say play time as well as serious time the next one is something that a lot of people, I'd probably say 80% of people struggle on. And that's actually um, actively listening. <clears throat> so um, <clears throat> I think it's it's a skill that not enough people are able to do very well. Because they hear what you're saying, but they're not really listening to the, to the subcontext of what you're trying to share with them. So uh, I would definitely say that <clears throat> to be able to, when you're in meetings, to actually hear the subtext of what you're trying to say is incredibly important. And so <clears throat> I would say it's you have to be it's being able to listen to someone, ask questions, ask the right sort of questions. And then to be able to hear what that person is saying. Now, this is this is this is game changing in situations. If you're actually with someone, you're engaging with them. If you're a mentor, if you're a a boss, or uh, or you're 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 coaching someone, if you're a leader, <clears throat> to actually make people feel like they're really listened to is a sort of million dollar thing i i think because it builds up all different things around it it builds up trust it builds up interaction and connection and uh if you, your leader should be wanting to make those connections on a one-to-one -one basis if there is any coaching 
or even if he's in a team meeting and he's opening up to <clears throat> questions and someone's asking you know, maybe a tough question or maybe just a one of those sorts of questions which <clears throat> which which makes him uh metaphorically jump he needs to be able to understand where that's coming from and what's the driving force behind it so i would say that this is possibly the one skill that everyone here uh that's listening <laughs> should be working a lot more to and and one of the ways that i find on being able to actively listen to people is actually take notes <clears throat> now that might not be suitable for every situation but I would say it's incredibly, it's a good skill to have because that focuses. I, I'm I'm a bit of a note taker and um, <clears throat> I think it's it's one way for people to feel that they're really being listened to and, and considering what, what they're actually saying. And also just as a, as a skill, <clears throat> it's important because you start using your brain from just passively listening to someone to actually participating in the conversation by sitting up taking notes and then asking questions um so that's that's something i'm bound to talk about a couple of more times uh to do with actively listening so a leader needs to be able to empower their employees now this this again the leadership style will dictate this um but it's important i think for a leader to be able to make his He's people that work with him empowered to be able to make decisions. And <clears throat> this comes with experience and with time and understanding. But you want to get your people to be able to, even if it is only on the small things, on, on the low value things, <clears throat> they should be empowered to be able to make those decisions. Because when it comes down to it, you need to, you need to trust people's judgment that they're going to be able to do the things that you want them to do. Now, if you're dictatorial and you won't let them have any uh, decision on what's going on, they just will not develop. They will not learn. They will not develop. They will not get better employees. So I think one of the fears that the leaders have is that they'll make mistakes. And I would say, I'd actively make them, encourage them to make mistakes. Now, not in a unprofessional way. That's not like swearing at a client or anything like that. But you're going to have a bit of an upskill stage when someone's new or not, not been in the job terribly long. And there's a tricky balance between them <clears throat> asking questions and wanting management to be able to help them to act to actively letting people uh make their own mistakes and learning from them because someone learning from a mistake will learn so much more than being controlled and guided all the time so it's quite hard to do especially if you've been a leader or been in management and leadership for some time and you know your job inside and out it kind of makes it a little bit difficult because you know those pitfalls that a more junior staff is going to make and it takes some some pretty big balls to be able to say well you know what i'm going to let them make that mistake it's not going to we're not going to lose a client. We're not going to damage our business by it. But when they make the mistake, we'll talk to them and educate them on uh, not doing that again. 
this is incredibly hard to do. I just, as I just said, and I think, um, it's a bit like parenting and some people might find this a little bit patronizing, but I'm, I'm not meaning to be patronizing. I'm meaning that, um, as, as my youngest, as my eldest is three and a half, uh, coming on four, she needs to go into situations where she doesn't do it right. And if that's, Sounds. Some people again might disagree. You, like they want to protect their children until they're eighteen or twenty-one. I also think it's important with parenting that you let them make their mistakes again. Um, obviously, not to break a leg or do permanent damage, but just letting them build up their experiences. And it's a, it's exactly the same as junior new staff. They need to build up their portfolio of experiences to be able to be able to, when they get into management, make those decisions. If you if you handhold them and just mollycoddle them, they won't be able to move into management or be effective managers because they've never experienced what a mistake is. And so I, I think it is important that everyone has equal scope to be able to make decisions, even if they're very low value, because that then gives them more experience. So when there is higher value, they are able to to do it. So um, I had a bit of a rant about that. I think it is important. Um, so my next point is uh, to use your own barometer of what's right and wrong. Now that you might say, well, business isn't all about being right and I would, I would argue that actually, if you're going to be a successful, long-standing business, you don't take shortcuts. You don't swindle or or do someone over. You actually do things in the right way, because a business that's built on swindling money out of other people would not be successful long term. They might be able to make a lot of money very quickly, but you can't you can't keep that long term there'll always be someone that will be able to catch up with you. So I would say, as a leader, you need to make your decisions and be ethical and use your own barometer and always be on the good side of the argument. So uh, moral high ground, yes. Make decisions right, definitely. Are you able to, 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 to sleep at night because all of the decisions that you've made are are correct and on the right side of the law or right side of morality so it's something that probably people don't think a lot about in business because they think oh let's hustle let's let's see what we can get out of people and there's a difference between making a negotiation and doing a good deal and keeping on the right side and actually doing something that's dishonest and doing it on the wrong side so i think it's for for a business to be sustainable and scale and 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 be able to increase profit profitability, you need to be able to stay on the right side of the ethical barometer. So, so I think that's important. Um, now, relationships. So this is slightly different to what we were talking about earlier on. Building good, strong relationships. Now, that can be with your client. Or clients that can be with your uh, um, your colleagues, your peers, uh, your mentors, your bosses, your employees. It, it comes to the all the spectrum for up, equal, and down. So I would say 
that it's important to be able to be authentic and be honest about yourself, but also be able to build strong relationships. Because with clients and with targets, so you want to win their business, you don't go into a sales and pitch and they go, yes, we'll take it. It takes building relationships. Maybe it's you, maybe it's a colleague who gets gets their foot in the door and starts communicating with them and building a strong relationship. You then come in and do a pitch on a, on a product, on a tool, whatever it is, and you might get that win on that day. But there's been numerous conversations with the client about the previous steps. So I would definitely say you need to be able to yourself be able to build long-standing relationships with clients with vendors with uh, with with uh, employees um so it, it is critically important that as a businessman and as a leader you, your your focus should be on the pe- the other people um it's all it's very important to be self-aware and be able to build up a knowledge of yourself but to be able to build strong, long-standing relationships is equally as important. So my next point I want to talk about is being able to evaluate successes and failures. So um, it's important that you as, your, as the leader is able to uh, be able to understand when there's been successes and, and give a, 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 an element of praise to those who have been successful. And it's equally good, it's, it's equally right that when there's failures, as we talked about earlier about making mistakes, these are different, these are sort of failures that you're able to be on the, the understand why failures occurred. So let's just take failures for one side. <clears throat> it's been able to assess after the event with hindsight why you did it wrong. Now, this is incredibly important, and I think people should be developing this skill to be able to do the lessons learned, understand what happened and why it happened. And now that might just be with you as the leader and, and maybe a manager, it might be the whole team. Um, it's, it's, it's critically important to be able to understand why things went wrong. On the other side, when things are going well, when there's been successes, there is an element of praise, but there's equally, you don't go too far one way or the other. You don't personally, I wouldn't stand in a room and bollock someone for doing something wrong in front of the whole team. But equally, I wouldn't go over the top with praise either, because you need to keep your head, you need to keep level headed, you need to keep yourself on track and too much overindulgence or overexcitement about having a success can equally be as damaging to the business. High-fiving is all well and good, but that's just a, that's literally a two-second high-five and then you get on with your job. Um, some people will disagree with that, but I honestly believe that with both failures and with successes, keeping a level head is the best way forward. And on my last point, which some, some uh, leaders uh, don't focus so much on this, but I think it, it, I, I think I read something like uh, the, all the top CEOs uh, read thirty or forty books a year, um, and um, my point is to be able to try and continuously improve yourself and and educate yourself. So CEOs are at the top of their game, and but they still know that there's probably bits of their 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 personality which needs some work on and therefore they need to continuously improve now that might not always be flexing your style to be a better 
leader. It might be bringing in someone else who's good at that thing that you aren't very good at. So it's equally important to be able to understand that you need to be able to improve as a person and improve in your team and improve in your, your lieutenants, the key people who are going to keep the business going forward when, uh, apart from you. So you need to be able to continuously keep on improving yourself. So I think that's incredibly important. So I've covered some points on leadership. Um, I'd be very interested to hear your thoughts and your, your, your opinions on what I've spoken about here. Is there anything that I've missed? Is there something that as a leader you think is critical, which I've not mentioned? So by all means, uh, leave comments. Um, if there's anything that you'd like to add to my thoughts on, on what it is, what it means to be a leader so uh yeah that's great um if you've got uh, if you'd like to follow me on twitter i'm m underscore j underscore haywood h-a-y-w-a-r-d um on twitter um i'm also on youtube where some of my short videos uh appear on my thoughts and and twitter has that as well um so yeah it'd be interesting to hear if anyone's got any further thoughts on on my opinion of being a leader thank you Looking for a new podcast to listen to? Here's what we love, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. Why does your phone make this noise? Ever been totally immersed in a video game? Do you watch a movie and really feel you were there? This is Randy Zuckerberg. On the new podcast, Powered by Audio, we tell the stories behind the sounds we hear every day. Sounds that inform, entertain, educate, get our attention, stress us out, and sometimes save our lives. 911, what is your emergency? So listen and subscribe to Powered by Audio on Acast, Apple, Spotify, everywhere you listen to podcasts. Powered by Audio is supported by EPOS. Based on pioneering audio technology, EPOS strives to unleash human potential by perfecting audio experiences. Learn more at eposaudio.com. ACAST, ACAST, ACAST recommends. recommends.